It's nothing new for the kingfish to go into a business that's calculated to make a fortune. But when he deliberately considers going into a business where he would actually have to work, well, that's a radical departure. At the moment, Amos and Andy are in the office discussing the kingfish's contemplated venture. Look, Andy, I've been around the kingfish long enough to know the kind of businesses he goes into. No, I tell you, Amos, this time he really serves. Why, even putting his own money into things. Oh, he is, huh? Yeah, that's the truth. The deal calls for $348, and the only outside money he got to get is what he ain't got himself. Uh, how much is that? $345. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, what kind of business is it, Andy? Well, it's that lunch counter down the block here. You know, the one that's got about 12 stools in it. He's going to buy that and run it himself. What experience has he got with a lunchroom? Well, uh, he's been eating all his life, ain't he? <laughs> Well, what kind of work would the kingfish do in the lunchroom? Oh, he's going to be a kind of a head waiter. During the supper business, he's going to put on a tuxedo and show people to the stools. <laughs> but, Amos, what I want to see you about was to find out if you want to borrow $345 on your insurance policy and go into the thing with the kingfish. No, and I ain't that crazy enough, sir. Yeah, well, I told the kingfish I didn't think there was much chance, but I'd ask you anyway. I'll go over and tell him now. Oh, hello, Anna. Come in. Yeah, hello, Kingfish. I done talked to Amos, and he ain't interested. Yeah, well, that don't seem too important now, Anna. Something else has done happen. Yeah, well, you sure look down the dumps. What's the matter? And, uh, you remember me speaking of Sapphire's brother, Leroy Hancock, my brother-in-law? Yeah, seems like I do. It's terrible, and, uh, sometime out of a clear sky, a man like me have more grief and sorrow heaped on him than he can bear. Hmm. Life has got a funny way of treating a man. Don't seem like there's no justice. Well, what's the matter, Kingfish? Did your brother-in-law die? No, he coming to visit us. <laughs> Typical brother-in-law, huh? That's right, and when I say that no-good bum Leroy Hancock is 100% obnoxious, I'm being conservative. Uh, well, what kind of a looking fellow is he, Kingfish? Well, to tell you the truth, uh, I ain't never met him in my life. Uh, you see, he lived down in Oklahoma. Uh -huh. I just judge by the letters he's been writing. Always asking to send him money and stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, what you gonna do about him coming up here? Well, then, uh, I just can't have that fella hanging around our place, that's all. Now, here's what I thought I'd do. You see, Sapphire ain't seen this letter that he writ. She's in New Jersey visiting her aunt, mm -hmm. and uh, she's going to be gone till the middle of next week. Mm -hmm. Now, he say here, he say he's arriving at the Pennsylvania station at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, well, I wonder where he got the fare to come up here at. Oh, uh, he wouldn't pay no fare. He must travel on them rods underneath the rear the car door. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I got a cousin that travels that way. Every time I goes down to train to see him off, I got to get down on my knees to wave goodbye to him. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, Andy, uh, here's how I figured on working the thing out. Now, look here. You go down to the station for me, Andy. Maybe take lightning with you. Meet my brother-in-law. Tell him that uh, you was a friend of mine and that me and Sapphire has done going to Baltimore and we ain't going to be back for a long time. Oh, wait a minute here now. Then I had stuck with him. No, Andy, look here. All you got to do when you meet him is to advise him to tell him to go right on to Chicago. Tell him there's a big business boom out there. 
Uh, Miss Andy, how is we supposed to know the Kingfisher's brother-in-law when we see him? Well, Lightning, <laughs> from the way the Kingfisher's got him figured, we are supposed to look for a man that is a total all-out bum. He's supposed to be about my size, I think. Uh, look, Lightning, go over and tell one of them porters to kind of keep an eye out for him. Ah, uh, yes, I'll do that, Miss Andy. Yeah, well, I'll wait right here, Lightning. Uh, porter, uh, porter. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm looking for a man here, kind of a big man. Uh, do you know how he's dressed? Well, the only thing I can tell you is that he looked kind of like a bum. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll keep an eye out for him. A bum, huh? Say, wait a minute. Is that him standing over there? Oh, no, I'm looking for another man. That's Andy there. <laughs> well, I'll still keep looking. Uh, thank you, Porter. Uh, Miss Andy. Someone at the information desk to see Mr. George Kingfish Stevens. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that must be the Kingfish's brother-in-law looking for us. Let's go over there. Now, look, if it is him, don't forget, the most important thing is to get him to go right on to Chicago. Uh, there's only one man standing there that must be him. Yeah, he dressed pretty good. He must have come in a first-class boxcar. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Uh, pardon me, sir. Is you, is you Leroy Hancock? Yes, I'm Hancock. Oh, yeah. Well, my name is Brown. Uh, your sister and brother-in-law had to go to Baltimore, and they asked me to come down here and meet you. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Uh, how long is they going to be in Baltimore? Oh, they're going to be there indefinitely. Maybe longer than that, even. <laughs> well, that's too bad. I'm awful anxious to see them. Yeah, well, Mr. Hancock, uh, this is my assistant here, Lightning. Oh, glad to know you, Lightning. Uh, welcome to New York, Mr. Hancock. Uh, there's a train leaving for Chicago on another track. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the beauty of coming to New York and leaving right away. Uh, the same peoples that come to the train to meet you can see you off. Uh, well, bum voyage, Mr. Hancock. Oh, wait a minute. I'm trying to get my bearings here. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Yeah, well, I can tell you. <laughs> I just like to take it uh, easy for a little while while I think myself over here. I, I kind of don't see my sister and brother-in-law here. It it's kind of a shock to me. Yeah, I guess it is at that. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Hancock. Uh, you can come up to my room and kind of calm down a little, and then you can fresh up and catch the night freight to Chicago. Well, I, I would like to go up to your room, all right. That'll give me a chance to collect my thoughts and sort of make some plans. Well, well, I feel much better now that I've freshened up. Yeah, you look good. Now, my advice to you is to go right on to Chicago, Mr. Hancock. Chicago? Why Chicago? Well, uh, 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 there's a big boom there, yeah. A boom? Yeah, they got a gold rush on there. Ain't you heard about it? <laughs> a gold rush in Chicago? Oh, sure. For once, they got it, the thing in the place that's handy to get to. <laughs> now, you see, uh, the reason that I come up here to New York was to go in business with the kingfish. Mm -hmm. It so happens that I had some land down in Oklahoma that suddenly then sprouted oil, and I got a lot of money to invest. Yeah, well, you see, Mr. Hancock, uh, uh, pardon me, Mr. Hancock, this left ear of mine backfires once in a while. 
Did you by any chance say something about having money to invest? That's right. I wanted to go in business with the kingfish. And if he's going to be out of town indefinitely, there ain't no point in me hanging around here. Yeah, well, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, the kingfish will be back from Baltimore sooner than we's back. Well, how soon do you think that'll be? Well, uh, would tomorrow be all right? <laughs> well, you see, I wanted to make this investment. And yeah, well, of course, uh, he might get back tonight. Tonight, huh? Yeah, or maybe sooner than that. Uh, you know, sometime that train from Baltimore runs six or seven miles ahead of time. <laughs> Well, you see, I have a thousand dollars with uh, me to uh, invest, did, and I... did, uh, did you say a thousand dollars? Yeah. Say, where are you going? Well, uh, <laughs> I think I hear that Baltimore train coming in now. <laughs> I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Well, it's the truth. I see your brother-in-law rent the finest suite in the hotel and pay cash in advance. And he come up here in the train in a private compartment. Mm. Oh, boy, he got plenty of money, all right. A uh, sweet fella, that Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing like money to sweeten a man up, is it? <laughs> uh, tell me, you say that he checked into the Hotel Lennox? That's right. Mm. And he's waiting over there to hear from me about when you was getting back and he can get together with you. Yeah. I don't even told him about the lunch counter and what a good investment it'll be. Hey, what you looking around for? Well, then I'm uh, just trying to figure where we can put Leroy up here at the house. Uh, I want him to move uh, in with us just soon as Sapphire come back from New Jersey. Oh, you're going to have him come and stay with you, huh? Yeah, I could sleep on the floor and uh, we could put my bed right over here for him and... Then put a little night table right next to it. Then put a nice vase of roses on top of it with just enough room for a fountain pen and a checkbook, you see. You know, Kingfish, as long as you're going to be sleeping on the floor, you might sleep right by his bed, and then you can block the checks as he writes them. Not a bad thought, Andy, not a bad thought. Now, now look here, the first thing to do, of course, is to get this lunchroom deal set. Yeah. Now, listen, Andy... You call up Leroy and tell him that you got a telegram from me saying that I'm going to be back in town tonight. Mm -hmm. Make a appointment for us to go to his hotel room and see him tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Yeah, well, where is I going to meet you? I tell you what, I'll meet you in the lobby of his hotel around 10 o'clock and then we can go up to his room together. It's a few minutes before 10 on the following day, and the scene is the lobby of the Hotel Lennox. Mr. Hancock has just come out of the elevator and walked over to the desk. Oh, Kirk. Yes, Mr. Hancock. I'm expecting some friends very shortly. They're coming up to the room, but when they come to the desk, would you just tell them that I'm in the front part of the lobby? Yes, sir, Mr. Hancock. Uh, pardon me, uh, is this chair taken? Uh, no, sit right down, sir. Uh, thank you. Nice day, isn't it? Yeah, pretty nice around New York this time of the year. Is yeah. You from out of town? Yeah, just come in. Came up to see my sister and brother-in-law. Yeah, I got a brother-in-law, too. Funny lot, ain't it? Yeah, in a way, I guess. 
Take my brother-in-law. There's a fellow that's been a chisel and a bum all his life. Yeah? <laughs> well, I guess some of them are that way. Then all of a sudden, they come into some money, all of which go to show you that the dumber you is, the further you get in this world. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that's always the case. Well, look at my brother-in-law. He didn't have a dime up till the time he got this money. Always writing us for a couple of bucks. My wife would have sent him fifty or sixty dollars in this past year if it wasn't for me. Oh, you wouldn't let her, huh? Well, I'll tell you what I've done. Uh, I, when she gave me the letter with the money that the mail to him, I'd always kind of steam the letter open a little bit and take the money. That's <laughs> <laughs> a smart fellow, ain't I? Well, fortunately, my brother-in-law isn't like that. Mm. He's a pretty nice fellow, from what my sister tells me. Oh, don't believe it. Don't tell all the lay. He probably just as big a heel as the rest of them. <laughs> oh, well, it takes all kinds of people to oh, make Oh, hello. Hello there. Is you gentlemen's done met already? Oh, how do you do? Uh, yeah, we just uh, talking here informally. And uh, I just telling a gentleman here about my no-good brother-in-law. Yeah, well, if it, uh, you're telling him what? I see. Uh, I was just telling the gentleman here what a no good chiseler my brother-in-law was before he come into that money, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he was telling me how he took money out of the letters his wife sent to his brother-in-law. And, yeah. Uh, and another thing I want to tell you. Uh, I wonder who won the ball game today. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of my brother-in-law, Andy, is you sure that bum has got some money? Uh, look, uh, uh... Could I see you for a minute? Oh, uh, certainly, Andy. Uh, pardon me, sir. Nice to have spoke to you. Uh, I'll be right back, Mr. Hancock. All right, Mr. Brown. Oh. Andy, hmm. when you just spoke to the man there when you <laughs> left, you used the name. Uh-huh. You used the name Hancock. Right. <laughs> My brother-in-law is named Hancock. You is right. Was that my brother-in-law? You is dead right. <laughs> I is dead right. Kingfish, will you please stop shaking? You've been doing it for an hour. Well, Brother Ender, I has had about a cruel a shock as a man can get. Telling my own wealthy brother-in-law right in the face that he is a chiseler. Yeah, that's what you call smacking the gift horse right in the teeth, ain't it? <laughs> but listen, Kingfish, I keep telling you that he don't know that you is his brother-in-law. Yeah. Now get that in your head, will I'm you? I'm trying to get it in there. He, he don't know that I is brother-in-law. That's right. I went back and told him that you was just a friend of mine. Oh. And besides that, I told him that I got a telegram from the Kingfish saying they wouldn't be home till the night. Now, that's why he didn't keep the appointment. Oh, that's great, Andy. Well, Joe. Now, listen. Wait a minute. Look here. There's only one way to get Leroy in this lunchroom deal. Mm -hmm. I got a great idea. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll have him to come up to my house this afternoon, and somebody else has got to be the Kingfish. Uh, you mean get somebody else to make believe that uh, they is the Kingfish and close the deal for you? That's right. Get somebody else to make believe and let them close the deal. Hmm. Don't that sound a little jaily? <laughs> oh, no, it's a cinch, Andy. Look here, now look here. With Leroy leaving town tonight on business, and my wife not coming back till the middle of next week, that'd make everything work out perfect, you see? Yeah. Now listen, look here. 
You have Leroy at my house at two o'clock. Now, tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. I is going to get Gabby Gibson and give him five dollars to come up to my house and make believe that he is me. Or Andy just can't miss. Now, look here, Gabby. Uh, you got the whole idea straight now, ain't you? I got the whole idea. I'm going to be the kingfish. I'm going to be the kingfish. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> now, I am going to hide in this closet right here. And when my brother-in-law come in with Andy, I'll be in the closet. Now, I can hear what all y'all is talking about in the room here. And you say you're going to give me a signal. Go give me a signal. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to give you a signal. Now, look here. If he asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, I'll knock. Now, one knock like this... That means yes. I got you, I got you. And two knocks like this, that means no. One knock means yes, two knocks means no. One yes, two no. Yeah, that, that's, uh, uh, wait a minute. There's Andy, my brother-in-law now. Now, don't forget, you is the kingfish. Oh, I got you, I got you. Yeah, now, let me, let, I, I, I'll go, I'll get in the closet here. You, you, you take care of it. Hello, kingfish, how is you? Uh, this is your brother-in-law, Mr. Hancock. Glad to see you, Leroy, glad to see you, my own dear brother-in-law. Let me hug you, let me hug you. Well... Kingfish, at last we meet. Oh, yeah, I'm the Kingfish, all right. I'm the Kingfish. Glad to see you, Leroy. I sure is glad to see you. Well, tell me, Kingfish, how's Sapphire? Oh, you mean my wife? Oh, yeah, Sapphire. Sapphire's fine. I love that woman. I love her to death. <laughs> By the way, Kingfish, is Sapphire still in Baltimore? Sapphire, Baltimore, Sapphire in Baltimore? No, she ain't. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. That's exactly where she is. <laughs> uh, did I... Did I hear somebody knock? Oh, uh, that's all right. That's just the man next door hanging pictures. Oh. <laughs> Do you think I ought to stay here till Sapphire gets back? Oh, by all means. By all means. By all means, no. <laughs> Funny thing. Uh, sometime that guy gets them pictures up with one smack, and sometime it take him two. <laughs> Say, I meant to ask you... Uh, what was you and Sapphire doing in Baltimore? Down Baltimore, down Baltimore. Oh, we visiting relatives down there, visiting relatives. Yeah, that's what they're doing, visiting relatives, that's right. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, have we got any relatives down in Baltimore? Oh, uh, well, well <laughs> has we got any relatives down in Baltimore? That's what you ask me. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> I'll repeat the question a little louder. Has we got any relatives down in Baltimore? <laughs> well, yes, and no. <laughs> We has we ain't. You see, there's so many places where we has relatives, and there's so many places where we ain't. It's hard to keep track of them. Uh, did you have nice weather down in Baltimore? Say, that fella certainly is putting up a lot of pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he do that. He, he's a great art lover, that fella, yeah. Well, that's the doorbell, ain't it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I'll take a look out the lace curtains here and see who it is. Uh... Uh oh, it's Sapphire. Sapphire's at front for. Uh, 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 say, did you say uh, Sapphire? That's exactly who it is. Well, well, listen, isn't anyone going to let him let her in? Uh, 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 what do we do, Gabby? I mean, uh, Kingfish. What do we do? Uh, uh, I think I ought to surprise and leave, leave right away. Yeah. Oh, you can't leave, but now, now uh, let's open the front door. Come on, Andy. Uh, yeah. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Sapphire. Why, Andy, what you doing out there? Leroy! Oh, my brother! Sapphire! I'm so glad to see you. Oh, what you doing here? Well, I just got in town yesterday. I sure is glad I come back a few days sooner than I expected. Yeah, that's great. 
Come on in. Come on in. Well, Kingfish, the Sapphire's back. Oh, hello, Sapphire. How's Sapphire? Uh, Gabby, what you doing here? Where's the Kingfish? The Kingfish, the Kingfish? Say, now, wait a minute here. Yeah, yeah, wait wait a minute, everybody. Now, just wait a minute. Uh, uh... All right, Kingfish, come on out. Come on out of that closet and face the thing yourself. Well, Sapphire, how is my darling wife? Oh, hello, George. I sure is glad to see you. What's all this about? Yeah, what what is going on here? <laughs> well, uh, boys, we might as well tell him. Mm, yeah. Uh, brother-in-law, dear, this has been all a big joke. You see, when I found out that you was coming to New York, we decided to make you an honorary member in our great fraternity, Mr. Nice of the Sea. In other words, Leroy, dear, the joke started when I come over to meet you in the hotel lobby. I is your brother-in-law, the Kingfish, and Leroy, dear, ha, ha, ha. Uh, this is the initiation that we give all brother-in-laws from out of town that joins our lawyer. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's exactly what we do. And I always help with initiation. I always help, but I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> well, well, well. Can you beat that? <laughs> well, some joke, all right. Wasn't it Leroy O'Pell? Well, you had me fooled. Well, George, that's a mighty big initiation you give, Leroy. Well, my pet is over, so I'll run along. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, so long, Gabby. So long. Thanks for helping. Yeah, I think I'll get out of here, too. Oh, uh, wait a minute, Dandy. Wait a minute, Chuck. Uh, yeah, well, let's yeah. all sit down here in the parlor and talk to Leroy. Oh, uh, listen, honey. Leroy is going to buy a lunchroom for me, and he wants to get down there and close the deal before his train leaves tonight. Oh, sure, now. No, that's providing, of course, that when I see it, it'll look like it's a good thing for him. Uh, look here. There ain't no monkey business going on, is there, Joy? Oh, monkey business, honey? How can I do any monkey business with our own flesh and blood? <laughs> uh, this is my own dear brother-in-law, and ain't nobody gonna mislead him while I's around. I'm certainly glad to hear you say that, kid. Yeah, well, uh, uh, come on, Andy. We gotta go over to the lodge and put Leroy's name down as a life member. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, I'll rush on over to the bank before it closes. Yeah, all right, that's fine. You go to the bank uh, before it closes, and uh, we'll see you here tonight, Leroy, at 7 o'clock. All right, Kingfish, 7 o'clock. My train don't leave till 8. All right, see you later, Sapphire. Come on, Andy. Oh, me. We got out of that jam by the skin of our teeth. Yeah, that idea about the initiation just happened to hit me in the head. Yeah, and that speech you made about not letting nobody do nothing to mislead him, that helped a lot, too. Yeah, but let me tell you what we're going to do to him now. <laughs> yeah. Why is we going to the lodge hall? Andy, look here. I has got $15 that I was supposed to give to the landlord today for my rent. Now, I is going down to the lodge hall and get about 30 of them members that hang around there all the time mm-hmm. and give them 50 cents apiece to go down to Oscar's lunchroom at 6 o'clock and order food. So the lunchroom will look so busy that Leroy will buy it. Kingfish, you is the most brilliantest chiseler I don't ever know. Well, George, it sure is lucky that Leroy is buying this lunchroom for you. Don't you think so, Andy? Oh, sure. There ain't no two ways about it. Boy, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That, that must be Leroy now. Well, we'll soon be sitting on Easy Street. Come on in, Leroy. Well, 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 I see you got your suitcase all packed, Leroy. Yes, I'm all ready to go to the train. I'll set my suitcase here in the hall. Yeah, well, I was arranged to have a taxi cab pick you up here, and by the way, it's all paid for. I took care of that. Why, thank you, Kingfish. Come on in the parlor. 
You remember Andy. Oh, yes. How are you? Oh, glad to see you, old pal. Glad to see you. Yeah, well, tell me, Leroy, did you get to the bank all right? Oh, yes, in plenty of time. And got the money? Oh, yes, I got the money. And then you went to the lunchroom to see Oscar? Oh, yes, right on schedule. Oh, that's great. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, what do you think of the place? Well, I thought it was a good thing to buy. Yeah, I thought you would. Uh, guess they had some people in there eating, too, didn't they? Eating? He sold 30 hamburgers right while I was standing there. Can you imagine that? In fact, uh, Oscar told me that business uh, suddenly picked up so much that he decided not to sell. to tune in next Friday evening at this same time and hear the Amos and Andy show when Andy tries to outsmart a lie detector. The Amos and Andy show is broadcast to our armed forces everywhere. This is Harlow Wilcox with one more additional message and an important one. A pretty well-known guy, one Bob Hope, made an important statement the other day. Bob said, and I'm quoting, I've seen a battalion of boys in from long days of desert fighting in North Africa snapped to attention as the colors went down. They didn't say, yeah, it's too much bother. So when women here say that about saving used kitchen fats, I feel we're letting those boys down hard. Cooking fats are urgently needed to make medicine, gunpowder, shells, and bullets. Unquote. You get the point, ladies? Then remember, your meat dealer will pay you for them and give you two red ration points for each pound you turn in. Turn them in, won't you? Thank you, and good night. I'd like to introduce a new member to the group, Ken Kaneko. Hi, Hi, everyone. Hi, Ken. It's so great to finally be in a group where I feel safe enough to say out loud that my spring mix salad greens are absolutely delicious. You should also try my microgreen sweet mix. Local farmer Ken Kaneko believes his forward greens are so delicious he just wants you to try them. Get a VIP coupon at forwardgreens.com and get your forward greens at Safeway and Albertsons. Thanks for sharing, Ken. I'd also like to share some of my kale and micro broccoli. 